guys. So we're going to talk about the most difficult transition of all, transitioning your high school student into being an adult <laughs> or into college or into whatever's next for them. And uh, let's just be real. There's no, there's no book on this. There's no rule on this. Uh, this is different for everybody. And all of you have different experiences as well. But it's something to talk about because there are things that everybody can learn from from your experiences. And so I want to think through one of the most important things is how do you let go of the wheel, right? How do you let go of the wheel and let the kid that you've raised for the last 18 years and been by every step of the way to say, okay, you get to make some decisions and, and to do this. And so from a, from a parent, from your own personal perspective, talking to other parents, what does that look like for you to let go of the wheel? I think you have to start letting go of the wheel before they're ready to go to college. I think that because you both have to have some level of, of comfort with a little bit of that decision making on their own. So I think letting go starts while they're still in high school. So yeah. that you can see them making some of those decisions, and, but actually letting go and no, and, and then it gives you a little confidence when they're gone, when you've seen them do that a little bit while sure. they're still with you. I so. think it's hard because for so long you have always helped and done, and not even thinking that you're doing something for them. It's like, oh, I'll help you tie your shoes, or I'll help you do this or that. Mm -hmm. Well, well, now thinking ahead, it's like, well, you're going to college. Well, I hope that you go eat. I hope you're studying because you just, I mean, you just think, well, I'm not there to say, hey, now did you study? You have a test coming up. And it's just kind of like, like you say, you've got to start early on because otherwise you just, you worry yourself way too much. <laughs> yeah, I think for us, it was, it's more of looking at after they graduate high school, it's, oh, the things I forgot to teach right. you. I forgot to, um, it's like, didn't I cover this as a parent? Yes. I remember getting a call from one of my children. I won't tell you which one, but it was the oldest, Carter. <laughs> that It's like, hey, I've got a flat tire. I'm out in the middle of the field um, in somewhere in Indiana. And I was like, I taught you. Oh, wait, I didn't. I didn't prepare you for that. And so it's all of the little things of trying to go through your mind about what can I prepare you for success as an adult? Because for our family, we were so connected. We love spending time together. We love what there wasn't that natural. Hey, when we get into high school, I'm going to go live my own life. We all like to hang out and we all like to do things together. And it's those things you take for granted that I didn't prepare you for what life is going to be like after we are not every moment in your life. And so school, all of those, all of those type things. So. I would text Tyler sometimes things that I, oh, I, I never did tell you this. Or I, and he, he would talk to my husband and be like, mom just sent me this huge long text of something she remembered she should have taught me before I left. <laughs> when you were in third grade, you should have known that this yes, was going to happen. It is like these, the, the, the veil is torn or the scales are lifted or something. And all of a sudden you see clearly the things that you should have or wished you had shared. My yeah. problem is I have four that are now in college. So it's like the first one's like, do this, do this, remind them of that. And now like my youngest Aaron is just like, Oh, 
I didn't tell you that. I thought I already told you that. I was like, no, that was your brother. So yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, you just the kind of first feel a little more relaxed. It's still hard, but it's a little easier in a sense of like, I kind of know the. We yes. do call Tyler the experimental child right. because <laughs> the first one is just rough. It's just rough. So you've talked about um, preparing them ahead of time. That's one of the best ways to let go of the wheel. Chris, you've you kind of experimented with this, like with like the no rules experiment. You want to talk about that for a second? What well, the idea was by the time they're a senior in high school, you really don't have any rules for them. You don't have any like. Hey, you can go to bed when you want. You can stay out as late as you want. You can make your own decisions because in a year from now, you have to make those own decisions. And so you still have that kind of got, kind of framework to help you out. For both of our kids, we by the time they got to high school, we really stopped like dictating, here's all of the decisions that we're going to hold you to. We kind of took away any of those things because they're going to have to prepare for that for they're going to very soon. Mm -hmm. And I, I would say one really gravitated well. One was like, oh, that means I can stay up till 4 a.m. And so that's now his routine to still <laughs> kind of go go through that. And and I, I would say as as uh, it, it's very hard to be consistent like this worked for this kid. And this is going to be exactly the same for the other kid. It's like uh, as they got older and they got to that stage of a senior in high school and then what was next for them, completely different, completely different. And it's, it's almost like as a parent, you have to have a different approach or a different mindset. Like this worked for one, something different is going to work for the other. So let's talk about... So you, you let go of the wheel, you put some responsibility in their hands and everything like that. But as they transition into this new phase of their life, what happens naturally is the relationship changes, mm -hmm. right? Between you and them, because they have more responsibility for their life. They're making more decisions. They're deciding where they want to eat all that, you know, that's part of growing up and you want that for them. But when that happens, your relationship with them changes, right? And for a parent who maybe is doing that for the first time, it could be hard. I can remember when I, like me personally, when I did that with my parents, right? Like it was hard. It's like, well, okay, well now we don't talk as much or, you know, all of those things. So how do you, how have you handled that transition of the relationship changing a little bit from you live in my house, you're my kid, I see you every day to not? What does it look like? Not well, <laughs> not well all of the time. And so it, it really is um, for our kids. It's, it's like we had the greatest kids in the world. We were the greatest parents in the world until they became 16 and 17. It's like can write a book about how to do it. It's like they're the best. And then it's it's like a shift of um, even in marriage. It's more of a shift between. Like, I feel like with Lisa and I, we're so much on the same page. Like, like when they were born, we had very little friction with us. Very little. It's like marriage is the easiest thing in the world. And then that shift of like having young adults is like, uh-oh, hold on, kind of pause. And even for us, it's been, that's been a difficult time because 
we're not always 100% on the same page. Or if we were early on, it really didn't show. It really didn't affect us if we're not on the same page of uh, somebody going into third grade that wants candy at a certain time. It's like uh, not very big, not a very big impact, but big major life decisions, major relationship shifts. It's just been, it's been a struggle. It's a struggle and uh, a growing, more of a growing process for us too. And even with the kids and we've had to be real honest with them and upfront with them about just like, Hey, your relationship has changed with us and had those realistic conversations. And, and, and it's, it's always looking back there. There are those sparks of, Oh, the old crew, the old way that things used to be. It's like, Oh, we're all four together again. Let's have movie night. Let's have game night. But it's like, it's so few and far between. So it is a, it's a constant struggle. It's a, um, it's not seamless by any stretch for us. I would just add that, I mean, I agree with everything you said. It's a, it's, a, it's a change for everyone. I felt like there was, there's a shift in the, in the trust. Like when they're growing up, we want them to trust us to know what's best for them and to speak into that. And I had a real um, perspective shift on that or saw it from Tyler's perspective when one time I was having a conversation with him where I was still trying to speak into something that he was about to do. And I was explaining how I thought he should do it and kind of going step by step. And what he said to me was, I was just about to do that very thing, but now you've done it. Like now, now, it, now it's your idea and it's not my idea. And, and he's like, can you just trust me to make that? Mm-hmm. To, this is what he actually said you robbed me of making a good choice. And I was like, ah, because <laughs> I made it for him. I spelled out what I thought he you needed to do. You were still parenting. I was was like being still, a friend or. Yeah, I was still momming. Right. Yeah. Right. And so that was like, that's a pivotal moment. That was a pivotal moment in our relationship where I realized if I continue to just say what I think needs to happen, then it robs him of doing that on his own. So I still want to know kind of how he's handling this. So I just try to ask more questions now instead of saying, this is what I think you should do or have you done this? I I try to just ask more questions. I'm not always great at it um, because, and I can tell when I'm not being great at it because he'll be slightly annoyed with me. (laughs) And my husband will remind me if I say, Tyler seems a little annoyed. He's like, well, you're momming him again, you know? And it's hard not to. It is. It is, right? It's what we do for all those years. And like, it's hard not to, to mom them. That's what, who we are. And that's what we've done. And trying to take that half step back and, and see them more as another adult. And how would I ask a friend about this? Or how would I speak truth into, you know, a, a peer's life? Like, I think in the other phases of going into like a new school, or going into kindergarten, going into sixth grade, going into high school, feels like those phases are a lot more about the kids. This one is a lot more about us. Mm -hmm. This is more about something we need to change (laughs) as opposed to things that are happening in the lives of our kids that naturally as it goes on, it's like, oh wait, I have to shift the way I look, shift the way I think, the way we talk and communicate. And be okay with their decisions. Yes. Even when they're wrong, even when those decisions are wrong, 
can't really say yeah. I told you so because yeah. they at least tried. Yeah, yeah, that's some great perspective. I I think that's true. There is a shift that you have to take personally, and um, and the more kids you have, the more practice you get. But you know, like, and I think Chris is. I think calling that out and explaining it for what it is helps so much. I remember saying to Tyler, this is a lot harder on this side than it is on your side. Mm -hmm. Like you're having all the fun and taking all the responsibility and I'm just trying to let go gracefully. And sometimes I, (laughs) sometimes I grip and hold on. There's a picture that floats around on social media from time to time. That's like, as a kid in their dorm room, it says, Hey, if your mom's dropping off in the dorm room, let her take the pictures, let her do, help you decorate all the separate things. She'll be gone soon. Just let her have that moment. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, as a parent, you got to learn that too. Mm-hmm. So thinking through like, you know, from, from everything of seeing your kids walk through that transition. Um, what is just briefly, what's one thing you, looking back, you would have handled differently. Just one thing. <laughs> just one thing. I think it's, the way I managed things at home when they were gone. I think when you drop them off at school and you go back home and your house is different. I mean, you've kind of like crossed a bridge that of no return. I mean, things are just always gonna be a little bit different. And I was super emotional about that at home. Um, it was it was a difficult, I had a lot of, a lot of, tears when Tyler left (laughs) and it was a little bit easier the second time when Austin left because I think you know we've been through that once and and you yeah you're just a little more ready for it I don't think anything prepares you for that first time when the oldest leaves but um but trying to help my family manage it better on this side I think because I think like it or not, I think sometimes the mom it sets the tone or the temperature. And so when I was super emotional about it, I'm sure it affected the other kids and the other relationships in our house. And, you know, kids can't feel bad for growing up. Right. I mean, it's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Right? So and you want them to. We want them to. I know. Yeah. My husband said, what, what, you know, what's the other option here? That's not good. So, um, so I think I probably could have handled it differently back at home. And, and helped everyone feel a little better about things. I like to think that for us, it's more of just perspective of you get, I can't really think of one thing of like, man, we just had this major blow up or we had this major thing or something super deficient with our kids. It's like, I wish I would have taught him to change a spare tire or something. The deficiency or like, oh, what did I miss from a parenting moment or how I handled things or how Lisa handled things? It's more of just perspective of, I think, probably looking through, trying to look through our kids' eyes as opposed to just that for 18, 19 years, we're in the parent, 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 parent mode and realizing we're doing all of this to set you up for success. We want, and like we've assured our kids, we've loved our kids and like, we want the best for you. We want the best for you. We want the best for you. And I think we did such a good job of that, at least from our perspective, but we never stepped out and looked through their eyes about what, when they're telling, when they're saying things like, um, you don't support me. We're like, what do you mean we don't support you? Look at how awesome we are, what we've done and all the things we've provided. It's still coming from the lens of one side of the 
the, the camera as opposed to their perspective of things. And as it's went along and we have now a 21-year-old and almost a 19-year-old and both had that little bit of a separation, it's more of we, we see things a little different now. We see things as opposed to going into it of right out of high school, you're like, oh, there's something, just a magical shift of child to adult. That doesn't happen. <laughs> it is a process in my, and it just kind of ebbs and flows. So I think I would say just trying to look through their perspective and not being so at least immediately dismissive of like, well, you're not, we are kind of approach. So I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It, and it, I can't say after the fourth one, it was any easier, you know, um, with my older two, it was hard because they've always been together. They're twins. And all of a sudden they went to different colleges, you know, so it's like, you have that worry of that. And how can you survive with the other one? And then my other, my, then Andrew went farther away, an hour and a half away, but it was still far away. And now Aaron's, you know, often she's my baby, you know, I would just, I don't know, try to self-prepare yourself. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, hard, it's so hard to explain. My husband always like, it has to be just a, a, a mom thing because, you know, they just go to school and, you know, they're fine. They're like, you know, they'll be fine. But it just says, as a mom, no matter what, you always worry about them. And, and you want them to succeed, obviously, you know. But um, I, I luckily, we have, I mean, and through the time when they're in school, they have trip ups and, and problems that occur. And, you know, you just have to just be supportive and, you know, take the good with the bad. And that's some good, good conversation and probably one that we could spend a lot of time talking about. Right. But mm -hmm. uh, it's an important transition, one that um, there's no perfect answer for, but at least begin the conversation. And from what I'm learning, start that before they get there. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think, I think another, another component is, and something that kind of caught us a little off guard with Carter by the time he was like a junior and we're like, Hey, we're in this phase preparing for what's next. He, he, he came to us and he's like, I'm not going to college. And me and Lisa were like, yeah, you are. We're like, yeah, you are. And there was like this friction of, of, we know what's best for you. We know what's best. You need a four-year degree. You need to get a degree. You may need to probably go beyond that. And we have this set kind of pattern of 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 the the norm or the right. And he, since that, it's just it, it was kind of like set up from the beginning of of almost a friction of here's our idea, here's your idea. And he's like, here's why it's a waste of money. I can get a job here, and I could do this, and I can do that. And we're like, no. You have to have that. You have to have that experience. You have to have this. And like, I, and I think that's real important, the have tos. It's like as parents were saying, you have to. And as a kid and a young adult, he's saying, I don't have to. And that immediately kind of set up the friction that I think is an ongoing pattern of realizing, you know, kids are different. Every kid is different. I have one wired one way, one wired a different way. And that, that for us was was I think the beginning of where things started to be like, hey, we're on the same page as husband and wife about everything. And it's like, oh, we're kind of, and it just kind of, kind of uh, understanding that. And the, the, the time from when kids graduate high school to who knows when, I don't know when that magical <laughs> mark is. It's just a best way is like it's flux. 
It's like there's constant change. There's constant redirection. Our, our kids, or at least so far, haven't been to the point where it's like, hey, when I, I it's my senior year, here's what I'm going to do. Here's the path I'm going to go. And there's going to be no divergent from that. So I've seen lots of families that have that, where it's just things change and you have to be in, in a constant state of change. Three out of four of mine have changed majors. So, yeah. you know, you just yeah. never know. You never know. They figure it out. They do. Parent them well, love them well, give them grace. Stay in communication with them.